previously on Attempted Adventure. We see a vision. It's a vision of another four, very quickly losing their ground against something inevitable. You've all more than proven your worth. Though you did not ask to be worthy of this power, it's yours. Please use our power to restore harmony. Melody, you, you take off the diadem and you see the word Vessi written, but it quickly shifts around and turns into the word Melody. Otto, you shoot a very small flame out of your hand. Holy fuck! I can control water, guys. All right, I'm going to go practice my air powers. I'll be back in a while. <laughs> We're going to long rest. Portia, you have, like, dominion over Earth. There is something about four miles ahead of us that looks like it might be the steeple of a church, perhaps? There's one tall, grayish building uh, that looks like a small temple. You see that it has very similar architectural aspects as the temple that you have come to know. Oh, is that you? Yep. We'll come to you. You have been gone for three weeks. Ooh. In large capital letters are the letters G-O-O-T-S-H-I. Wait. It's Gucci! Welcome back, adventurer. Are you ready to give it a try? I want to know what happened, and I want to know how responsible Asian is. When, upon your leaving, you've been gone for three weeks, if you'll remember, upon your leaving, Asian grew slowly more erratic, and he began pounding on the door of the Harmony Chamber at all hours of the night and day, and then he began hounding in Morgana for answers of theories that he thought that they had that he didn't and then he found out that they were meeting in secret and he became irrationally angry and threatened to end them or silence them and so they packed up everything they could and gathered the few preservationists who were willing to leave with them and have been traveling since and those are the deets gotcha and a weirdly a weird amount of time passed in the real world, more than for us. Yeah, you guys were gone for about like two and a half days, a day and a half. And um, you don't know how long you were in that weird dream sequence, but you know for a fact that you you were not gone mentally for three weeks. But from this plane, from this world, you are, you've been gone for three weeks. And they were worried. Shit. Well, we're back now, so don't worry about it, baby. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah, we're going to fix everything. I have dominion over water now. Did I tell you guys that? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did we mention that? That's right. That? Um, no. Morgana says, um, nobody mentioned that. I'm sorry. Can you elaborate? Yeah, we're like <laughs> elemental demigods now. Yeah. No big deal. Wow. So... Gonna need a demonstration and an explanation. I burn Morgana alive. Ah! <laughs> no. I'm just Hell yeah. Um, 
Am I wearing the, the diadem still? I forget. If you didn't take it off after your little little show and tell? I don't think I did. I think I'm still wearing it. So I'm just going to go ahead and like magic out some water out of my like water skin. All right. Uh, Morgana is dumbfounded. She's awestruck by this. I'm making little shapes and stuff. I'm like <laughs> making like a heart for her. And I'm like, love you. Missed you. Sorry. Holy shit. What's up with that? How's that happening? What's... I go up to a random jar on one of Sisbiv's shelves and I find something that looks like a creepy cigarette and I hope it's not like fantasy crack and I just snap my fingers and light it. Uh, okay, yeah, you, you find like a little a little charred twig that looks like it's got a little bit of life left in it and you, you snap your fingers and light it ablaze in your palm. And uh, from around the corner, Sisbib yells, hey, <laughs> knock my wares. Had to fuck with him. And Morgana is still awestruck by this. Um, still, this is fun. Love seeing it. Not getting an explanation. Love That's to know. Right. We don't really have one other than like we're wearing the artifacts and now we just have dominion over these elements. Oh, so the artifacts are the cause of power? I guess this, so. This is new, no? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I didn't wear this diadem the first time around, but I kind of doubt I would have dominion over water the first time I tried it. We were lost in like a spirit dimension for a little while yeah. and had personal adventures. It so was ask, wild. Yeah, let me ask this. Well, let's debrief, huh? Can we debrief real quick? <laughs> so quick. The quickest debrief. I mean, Gang, are we going to tell Morgana everything? Please tell me everything. I'm desperate to know. I ask openly in front of her, do you guys think we should tell Morgana everything? <laughs> yes. Yeah, why like... not? All right. Fenny, and you take the lead. Oh, God. Okay. Well, we were in the fire dimension. The f- elemental plane of fire is what that's, that's, what that's called. Yes, good. Uh, and then we were talking to a really big fire woman. The Supreme Heat, she's lovely, which reminds me we do have to go back there at some point because we made some promises that we're going to have to fulfill. Oh, right. Um, then an unknown supernatural entity put us all in secret hidden places, I guess, that were all white and made us relive our worst traumas. Which, wow, now that I've said it out loud, this may not be a benevolent deity. We might be dealing with something malevolent here. Oh, boy. Um, but then we were given these uh, artifacts. And now we have taken the place of the leaders, rulers, kings, and queens of these elements. And also, I don't know that we know where the other four went, so possibly they're dead. I don't think we did it, though. We're God now. Yeah, we're God now. Well, I mean, um, first of all, you left with the artifacts. Second of all, great to see that you got the amulet. That's just wonderful. Um, Third of all- All we had to do was ask. Well, okay, well, that's- She was very reasonable. Oh, I'm glad to hear you had some ease. Um, third of all, you didn't catch a name of these benevolent demigods or something that gave you back the items? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, their names oh. are on the inside of their underwear. Oh, yeah, mine's Vessi. Mine was... I don't remember. Mine's Doug Dimodome. I have it written down somewhere. Uh, as you guys are discussing this, Olin Fair comes rushing over with a, a notebook. And he's flipping through the pages rapidly, and he says, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to eavesdrop, but, um, you, Melody, you said that the inside of the diadem, it said Vessi, and what, what happened there? What's going on there? It's yours now, it, your Vessi, what? It said Vessi, and then Vessi vanished, and Melody appeared. He kind of, uh, he flips through his notes a bit more, and is now flipping specifically between two pages of notes he's taken on different days. It looks like months apart. And he says, The, uh, the four names, they were, they were Vessi, Eldred, Ciro, and... Doug Dimodome. Not Doug Dimodome. No, oh. no, sir. Owner of the Doomsdale. Owner of the Doomsdale Dimodome. And, um, holy shit, why can't I remember this? Terry. Terry. Super, I said Terry, didn't I? Did you? Vessi, Ciro, Ter, and Eldred. No, you're right. They were Vessi, Ciro, Ter, and Eldred, correct? So, if Vessi was in... Uh, I think those were the Keepers. I think that uh, the Keeper's key was <laughs> of the Keepers, and those were the Keepers, no? I loved sure. how you just got a little bit Southern there for a second. <laughs> I know I'm losing I'm losing his voice. <laughs> I love it. No, it made me really happy. Oh, but yeah, we're those now. We're the yeah. keepers. They you're, were the keepers. We are the keepers. You're the keepers. Yep. Yeah. That's I guess. God. That's a lot to take I'm in. Kanye West. Which while we're here. Yes. What's a keeper? Well, I'm not <laughs> rightly sure. Oh, shit. It's us. I guess it well, is they're, me. Uh, they're Yeah, they're you now. So perhaps we'll find out Fairly soon. Don't you think? Well, yeah, whatever we do now is what keepers are. That's yeah. like our well, prerogative now. That's true. Want to go I, fuck some people up? I Whoa. do a squeaky fart, and I'm like, keepers do that now. Oh, oh hell yeah. Well, maybe we could have chosen four less nasty people to be the keepers. Hey, um, listen, well, it wasn't our choice. Backtracking a little bit. Are yes. you saying that these are the key? As I point to my diadem. Well... I'm not sure. That would that would take some investigating, I think. Well, let's Maybe go investigate. To, to the that, door. That's going to be hard. <laughs> seeing as oh. we, we can't surely get All into right. the temple at the moment. Well, does Asia know that we were conspirators? I don't think so. I smell a disguise party. Yeah. We could all be rats. Oh my God. Rats. Rats. We have a lot of rat experience. Uh, As you guys are discussing, um, from Morgana's pocket, you hear. And she, uh, she pulls out a polished white marble stone with a big gold G carved into it. And uh, she says, um, hello? Yes? What? This is Morgana? I'm sorry, I missed that. And, uh, from the stone you hear. Morgana, we're going to need some help down here. Immediately. You said to keep an eye out for anything that could have to do with that, uh, deity. And, um, yeah, we're gonna need some help down here. 
And now uh, she looks at you four and she says, uh-oh. No, just kidding. She doesn't say, uh-oh. <laughs> she says, Jamie's having a hard time finding her notes. Um, she what a weird looks thing at- for her to say. <laughs> she looks at you all and she says, um, I, I've asked Penelope and Ulma on their travels to um, keep an eye out for anything that, that has to do with or involves that, that black stuff. That you've been encountering here and there? The yes. And um, it sounds like they've come across it. So, uh, gotta get to that. To the goo. And, um, <laughs> she, and uh, there's a spin transition. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, uh, she says, I'll get the details. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll be off first thing in the morning. I know you all probably want to, want to rest now, but, um, let me give you these. And she, she reaches into her bag of holding and she pulls out four matching polished white stones with the big G carved into them in gold. She gives them all to you. And she says, That's these are new. Sick. These are new, as you like to say, Rocky Talkies. Um, not traceable by Asian as he does not have a connected one. And do they have 5G? Because I heard. Yeah, unlimited data or... You made that joke last week. I'm not entertaining it this week. <laughs> oh, all right. Maybe you should cut it. My computer won't shut up. Put an ice pack on it. Put an ice pack. Just put it in some water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she she wanders off and, and begins taking notes based off of what Penelope is telling her through her Rocky Talkie. Are you guys... What are you doing? What time is it? Um, it's approaching evening. You got here in like early afternoon, did some exploration, and then Morgana arrived leading up okay. to now. Um, did we have a long rest? I feel like we did. Yeah. You did, but you've traveled since then. So if you keep going, I will make you exhausted because you no. camped in the woods. All right. Then let's rest since we're being offered a rest. Yeah. So what are you doing? Setting up camp or yeah. staying in the temple outside or what? Staying in the temple. You guys want to stay in the temple? Yeah. yeah. In our Hermione tent? Not big enough. So what? Uh, we How? can just like post up in the pews? Yeah, you've got bed rolls and stuff. All right. Nice. Cool. Um, Yeah. You guys all set up your little bed rolls uh, between the pews or around the temple, just anywhere you can you can catch your rest. And uh, in the <laughs> in the early hours of the night before you fall asleep, Otto, you hear how with your adventure <gasps> with a super fun. <laughs> oh, personal space, but <laughs> is he like oh, right above him? I'm a pew away. There's like a whole bench between us. It's fine. All right. Still too close. <laughs> you know, you liked me before you left, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the, the usual uh, physical danger, existential crisis, you know, we're used yada, to it. Yada, yada. Uh, I ask him how he's doing with his blowgun. Oh, I'm getting super good at it. And um, Cal has been teaching me a lot, a lot of fighting techniques, a lot about fighting. I think I'm getting nice. pretty good. Cool. Yeah. So maybe uh, I can go on the next adventure? 
you know, I gotta run it by run it by the gang, obviously. The yes. Gucci you gang. know what's best. You are a minor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I peek up and I'm like, Ander, we saw fire people. <gasps> well, tell me all about that, please, and thank they you. Freaking crazy. We were robots and we did a robot roller derby. I'm gonna need so many details later. <laughs> I tell him all about it. Oh, we just stay up it. with Ander and give him all the deets. He <laughs> loves it. Oh, it's so fun. Uh, yeah, you guys get your, your long rest. Everybody falls asleep. Um, Morgana stays up late into the night taking notes and uh, preparing materials. Uh, and Olin Fair stays up as long as he can with her before he retires as well. Um, and when you wake up early in the morning, Cal has gone out to kind of set up perimeters around the camp to make sure they're not disturbed and... Ander is doodling with charcoal that he found uh, images of your many adventures in the fire plane. Aww. Aww. And um, in the early morning, uh, you all wake up and are stretching and, and whatnot, and Morgana approaches and she says, Okay, I know you've just returned, but we I think we really need to respond to this this thing that, um, that Penelope has found. There is a town uh, just away south of... The wastelands between the mirroring mountains. It's a town called Rosemond. And um, they've been experiencing some strange things. Uh, there's villagers have been changing, she says, the reports say, um, turning mean and sinister and threatening other villagers and often going missing shortly thereafter. And um, here's the kicker. The surrounding trees have all died and the local animals are acting wild and dangerous and Quote, don't look right. Um, yeah, sounds very on brand for the evil goop. Yes. Yeah. So maybe we should. Uh, maybe. Do you mind if I send you forward to check that out? Well, our thoughts have never once stopped you before, so I'm you not are... sure why they would now. Yes, you're right about that. <laughs> We've been there before. Have yeah. you? Yeah. The boop yeah. place. Oh yes, the thirsty shoe. That's um, yes, shoe. That's a bit north, actually. Been there before. I'm gonna have Cal drop you off there, if that's all right. It's just a quick walk to town from there. Heck yeah! All right. All right. So I uh, repeats Morgana. What the hell? Well, prepare yourselves, gather your things, and um, and I'll I'll send you with with haste. Yes. Post haste. I'm ready. Are you guys uh doing anything to prepare? Yeah, you know, you suit up montage. Okay. Well, that's not like what I meant. close up on the hand. Close up on the other hand. Close up on the arm going up like this. And I go, Ta-ga! and then Terry Crews lands on my arm. And then I fall over because we're the same weight. <laughs> Do you remember that this is an audio medium? Yeah. That's why I described everything. <laughs> Close up on. And then I do this. And then I do that. You know, you hear like a shink sword in the scabbard. Shink sword in the other scabbard. Shwink. Dagger in the scabbard. I'm so sorry, everyone. I did not mean to prolong this. Whip. Whip on the on the side. Don't forget I have a whip now. Yeah, you got a whip now. Bang. That's the bowstring. Oh, my God. My it never ends. A, a cut to Fenian sitting in a corner just, like, gently polishing a horn. <laughs> Gross. Portia's just, like, scrolling through her phone. Just... 
<laughs> what phone? Rocky talkie. She's lightly swiping her rocky talkie. We are all <laughs> like, what the fuck is she doing? Waiting for Otto to be done. Melody is playing the montage music. She's really into it. Yes. <laughs> God bless. Okay. Uh, so, Cal, you you exit the temple, and Cal has drawn with a stick a large circle with some uh, scribblings inside in the dirt around. Uh, and she brings you all over as she dons her golden glove, and she says, um, "Oh man, return trip, huh? This is fun, kind of new." Yeah. yeah oh, actually. While we're in the end game, you want to teach us that fun glove trick? Uh, I don't know. That's you gotta ask Morgana. We'll see. Oh, okay. Um, That's a no. So anyway, it's you guys, series arc. You guys ready to go? Or yeah, I have everything. Uh, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, let's uh, let's kick it. And she uh, she gathers you all, and she she holds out both of her hands. You know, Portia. She grabs that. <laughs> oh yeah yeah Fenian gets right up in there we're used to this we're ready Golden. I'm standing right next to her and I go I miss you <laughs> oh, sick. I missed you so much Portia oh um, okay you are all held by one point of contact Terry Cruz is with you on your shoulder Otto and yes. uh, she says alright sick let's go and uh, the world pixelates uh, from beneath you and all around you and as it pixelates up into the sky quickly thereafter, it pixelates down. And you are in a pretty familiar setting with the uh, mirroring mountings at your back with the large, vast wasteland between. Um, and as you turn to take in that view, you all see the smoldering, black, oozy ruins of a building. A shoe-shaped and building? Just outside that building is a, a signpost with a sign hanging half off, halfway dissolved, depicting Sea Shu. They fucked up our bar! Uh, is that all you got to I say? I can't wa- I don't know why. Didn't we leave the Rusty Shoe on, like, bad terms? Thirsty Shoe? Rusty. Thirsty Shoe? That's what I No, meant. I didn't think no, it was bad. No, we had, we had a great time. We had friends. Okay. I For made some a friend. I, that we... I know. Is that where Matt? Um... Oh, I made a friend up. so hard I was inspired. The That's only right. time. Oh, I won't. Where is he? Let's oh, no. go find the him. Bar's fucked up. Uh, Cal says, "Oh, that can't be a good sign." Uh, so listen, Rocky Talkie. If you end up needing backup, you know, um, just a call away, and uh, good luck. It's Gucci. Right? Thanks. And then she. Uh, she gives you a little peace sign and, and pixelates away. And uh, behind you is the, the smoldering, dissolving, thirsty shoe. And ahead is a long dirt path. It is very well traveled. Well, I guess we should walk. Can we do an investigation check on the goo? Or is there not going to be can. anything? Good call. That is an excellent point, And I didn't think about that. It's plus intelligence, right? Uh, your sheet should say that. Uh, it is intelligence. I got a 16. Ooh. Um, okay, Portia, you approach the ruins of the building, and uh, you see that where this shoe 
shaped structure once stood is a magically charred foundation with black dust and the occasional pool of black smoke, but not much more. And uh, and you see a little bit closer up that half of the thirsty shoe sign is is dangling, being disintegrated slowly. A tear rolls down Portia's cheek. So it's actively being destroyed. Well, this is the remnants of it. Oh, okay. This will buff out. <laughs> um, can I try placing my um gauntlet just like on the ground, like not touching it, but like right next to it, just to see if there's any sort of effect? Yeah, why don't you roll a nature check? I got a fifteen. Um. No, nothing really happens, but uh, when you do that, Otto, why don't you make a perception check? Me? Yep. Eight. Oof. Eight. Okay, yeah, you don't see anything. Uh, nope, Portia, nothing happens. Oh. Well, shit. <laughs> There's nothing around besides the... It was like a lone building standing in the middle of nothing, right? Yeah, it was pretty much the last way stop before you entered the wastelands. Okay, cool. I I said, well, nothing happened. Let's just keep going. (laughs) Yeah, okay, let's go. Yeah, I don't want to. But something could have happened. How do you know? Well, obviously something did happen. We just missed it. Yeah, we're just late. Roll a perception check. No, like a investigation check. How dare you? You can roll an investigation check on the building. Okay, yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, yeah. Ah! You guys need to get a dice tray. I know it's like so far away from me. Nine. Uh, you you see just about what Portia sees, but less. <laughs> her field of view stops about two feet in front of her face. Yeah. Oh wait, no, plus nine. Oh wait. So it's a sixteen. 16. Yeah, you see just about what Portia sees. Really? Yeah, she got a uh, 15. I got a 15. All right, is everybody done poking through the rubble? Can we go? You used to love poking through rubble, man. Yeah, but I grew up. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, okay. I like where this is going. This is fun. (laughs) We're not kids anymore. We're gods. Real Goonies vibe to the to the last leg of the campaign. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys, uh, you take what it is—the thirsty shoe dissolving like this—and uh, you push on down the well-worn path. And um, just a, an hour or two later, you come upon the town of Rosemond. Let me click send on this email. Oh boy! I think we're about to get an email. Rosamond. <laughs> Rosamond. Rosa Rosamond. Uh, Rosamond is a fairly large city, given that it's situated just a few miles south of the wasteland, and about a few less than that from the Thirsty Shoe. I wrote mile numbers, and I feel like they don't make sense. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> this should be good. Uh, when you arrive, you... you as you walk down this long road, it gradually becomes more and more wooded. Uh, nature seems to have less and less of a hard time growing as you walk, but something is off about these woods. They are 
seemingly sapped of their life. The, the leaves have all gone gray and are, are falling from the trees as you walk through. The crunch of the, the leaves falling from the trees is borderline deafening as it sounds almost like raindrops around you as you walk through further wood and the the bark of all of these trees is is lifeless gray and and it just looks dry and dead does it look like the forest we saw that had been affected in the whistling woods yeah the the end product of those trees as you got closer and closer to the origin tree is equivalent to what these trees look like now. Cool. Uh-oh. Um, never mind. Okay. Um, so, yeah, as you, as you approach the town, uh, you, you break through. Did you get my email? Yes. Yes. You are, uh, you see where you would have started a thirsty shoe? You're Indeed. Okay. You break through the forest and, uh, much of this land has now been cleared to your left and right as there are large crop fields with nothing growing in them. And uh, as you pass through those crop fields, you come to a main street that breaks off to your left and right and then forks in front of you. So you have four paths ahead of you. And this is a pretty large, fairly industrious city. Um, about a third of the town looks to be crop fields. And uh, it seems like there's a pretty hefty section of the town dedicated to smithies and workshops. Um, so, uh, ahead of you uh, is this forked path, um, and just in the dead center of that is a, a large brick building, and as that splits behind it, it splits down into two streets. Um, so we're standing, this is not great podcast etiquette, but we're standing right in front of R1, sorry. Essentially, yeah. Cool. What is R1? That we're looking right at. Uh, in front of you, this building has a large uh, hand-carved wooden sign over the front door that reads Town Hall. Oh, how extremely telling. Thank you. Super helpful. <laughs> so helpful. Great writing, to be honest. I know I love it. Um, also, are there people in the streets? There are people about town. Okay. It's not super, like crazy busy like some of the other cities you visited but there are people in town some in the fields some just walking through the streets can i do an investigation check to see if they're weird yes <laughs> roll for weirdness 13 the people in your immediate vicinity are not weird they just look like people <laughs> Portia that's a would lot know. of assumption to make all at once i feel like uh weird is a relative term given that you live in a fantasy setting <laughs> all right so <laughs> you right uh, I know. well should we visit town hall and tell them we're here to help heck yeah i guess so Either that all right the eyes home. have it let's go okay um you, what are you doing? We Tell approach, doing. we approach town hall, or at least I do. Fenian approaches town hall and tries the door. The door is open. Do you enter? Sick. I do enter. As do I. I follow. Okay, you enter, and this is a, uh, this is a fairly square-shaped building. There is a spiral staircase in the back uh, northwest corner of the building. Well, I guess to you that would be southeast, if the way you're looking at the map. 
And uh, other than that, there are a few smaller desks scattered here and there with uh, with paperwork piled upon them. Uh, filing cabinets line the walls and a large counter uh, sits vi- just beyond the door for you to approach. And uh, do you do so? Yes, I approach the counter. What do you say? There are people in here. A few of them oh, at desks. Oh, okay, one, cool. <laughs> one man is at one man is at a significantly larger desk, um, kind of barking into a rocky talky words that you can't quite understand just yet from afar. Okay, um, I approach whoever's sitting, situated at sort of the front desk, like receptiony wise, okay. and say, um, "Hello, we're here to help you." Can I talk to somebody nice. in charge? Um, I'm sorry. You're you're here to help us with with what now? The goop. <laughs> the goop. The the evil creep outside the I'm creeping like, darkness, blackness, the evil. I'm, like, I'm over his shoulder, like reluctantly nodding, like, yeah, he's actually right. That's that's Did what you? we're here for. The 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 half elf behind the counter uh, opens a, a notebook and begins flipping through pages. The goop. No, I don't have any notes here for the goop. Okay, disregard the goop for a second. I didn't mean goop. It just okay. seems goopy to me, so I said it. Here is a better description of the phenomenon of which I'm discussing with you at this present moment. It's the evil sapping the life out of everything outside of town limits. Also probably oh, that. yeah that. Oh, you're familiar with that though. Oh, all too familiar. Oh, well shit, hold on one second. Okay. Uh, and this this half elf turns around and uh, and approaches the the man barking into the rocky talkie at the desk at the back of the room and he says, "Townmaster. Townmaster, we <laughs> we got people who who like know how to handle the goop, I guess." I mean, not the goop. You know what I mean? Oh, see? The evil stuff. They called it the you... goop, too. Catches on quick. That's very catchy. Catches on real quick. He turns around and points to you. You said that. You got it in my brain. I um, turn to everybody else and say, we're on hold. <laughs> and uh, the, the, dun, dun, the half-elf... Dun, dun. The half-elf speaks for a moment more with the town master, and then he uh, he sets down his rocky talkie, stands up, and uh, and kind of... Pulls down at the bottom of his waistcoat and, and straightens himself back out, collecting himself before he marches up to the counter and he says, Hi, Townmaster Germ Log Pitcher. Nice to meet you. And he extends a hand. Hey, germ. Is that Germ Log Pitcher? Germ Log Pitcher. Gross. Okay. Townmaster of Rosemont. It is sure. an absolute pleasure to meet you, Townmaster. Yeah, so um, I gotta tell you, uh, we're fine here. Nothing's fine. Nothing's wrong. We're great. But the evil? Yeah, don't know the rumors you heard. Um, nothing is wrong here. And, uh, we don't need to hire a, a band of traveling thugs to, uh, eradicate <gasps> anything. Um, I, I punch him. I huddle the four of us together for one second and I say, Good, good business tactic. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I I whisper so he can't hear us. Um, I bottle the four of us together and I say, I feel like we're getting bossing sage, so maybe we should just leave and do some investigating on our own. <laughs> there is no goop in bossing sage. 
I really appreciate that reference. That's a really good reference. Thank you. Ty Lee over here. <laughs> the name's Germ. Germ oh, yeah. Log Pitcher. Sorry, hold on. We're just Germ discussing something. Pitcher. Thank you. And then yes. I turn back. Um, so should we like... This is unrelated. We're actually just planning our lunch order. Yeah, so. yeah. You came to me, though. So, like, are we having a conversation or... Yeah, uh, let's have a conversation. Why are you trying to boss sing say us, bro? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Ignore my associate. All right. Or don't, I guess. You're a free human being. Or I actually don't know what race you are. I don't I think guess, it was mentioned. Yeah, we, I guess we don't need this guy's permission to... Just, like, hang around, group. you know? Yeah. So, fuck it. Let's just leave. You know, we can't... Lesser adventurers might get distracted by trying to convince this guy <laughs> that evil exists. I'm not. I don't have time for those games. Exactly. So, un like, unless somebody really wants to punch him, do you guys want to go like poke around on our own? Yeah, let's just go. Can I do a fake punch? Like, I like fake him out. Like, see if he flinches. I kind of yeah, love that. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely do that. Yeah, he takes a step back and he's like, "Whoa." Oh, good reflexes. Good job. Call me a thug. I have dominion over water, you fucking bitch. Well, yeah, so, uh, never mind. We were wrong about the evil. We just discussed it, so we're gonna go. So what are you, um, what are you here for? Oh, we're just hanging out. We were just confused. All right, well, keep that shit on the DL, all right? Nothing's going on around here. Don't go spreading misery and lies, all right? Okay. Oh, you telling me what to do now? Like, what, you're some, like, some kind of town master? I mean- Or something? In a literal sense, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is bullshit, man. Bernie 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, That's... so we'll be out of your hair. Great. That's nice. So what are you doing? I don't know. My plan stopped at the exit from the town hall. Anybody? What does R4 look like? I forgot we had a map. <laughs> Are you approaching it? What does it look like? Are you approaching <laughs> From it? From afar. From afar, what can I see? From down the street, you see uh, a little thatch roof, kind of almost stucco-looking building with a sign up above the door that you can't read. Let's go knock. To R4. <laughs> R4. As you approach the building and get a little bit cr closer, you can read the curved sign. It says, Grand's Goods Shop. Oh, no. It's going to be fucking tooth. There's not a doubt that, that there's tooth is in there. I am so excited. Have I sowed such doubt in your, I... in your mind that you always think that it's going to be tooth? One hundo forgot <laughs> tooth was a character. I Why? burst in. He's my favorite. I also love tooth. No, I do, I do love Tooth. I just forgot about him. Oh, also, I'd like to say this now, just so you know, Jamie. Fenian is 100% looking out for the man from the tavern that he did not know the name of. Jordan. It was Jordan. Oh, oh, the man that you met that gave you inspiration. Yes. You got your eyes peeled. I don't think he was named. Yeah, we never named okay, him. We, cool. just named, we just knew that he came from Rosemont. I do, however, know both of his kids' names, so. Good. That doesn't feel creepy at all, right? 
Not in the slightest. I'm going into Tooth, Toothville. Grand's Goods Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Also known as Toothville, tooth you know. Market. You enter this uh, this building, and a little bell dings over your head as you all walk through the door. And uh, it is a quaint provision provisions shop, brightly painted with pastel and bright colors. And uh, the shelves are neatly lined and stocked with with provisions and goods. And uh, standing at the counter, uh, taking stock of a list, is a very sweet looking elderly human woman. Aww. Um, tooth. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she looks up as you all enter with a little ding, and uh, and you you cautiously call out this name, and she looks up and she says, "Oh, hello, travelers. Hello. Um, hello. Are you looking, are you looking for goods? Yes. Well, let me help you with your travels. Um, please, anything that you have questions about, just just let Granny know. Okay. And, okay. And your name is." Oh, well, Geneva Umbolt, but the, the locals around here call me Granny. Why? Geneva. Because well, I'm, I'm everyone's grandmother. I love them all. You know, they're all like my grandkids. Okay. Aww. You know, anywhere else that would be sweet, but here it feels a little creepy. Not sure I trust that's, it. That's not very kind. Oh, we're way past kindness. We've been through so much in this life. Well, that doesn't mean that you can treat every stranger with, with malice. I go right up to her and I'm like, Granny, what have you heard about, like, <laughs> the stuff in the woods? Like, poisoning the woods. Uh, she, uh, she kind of gulps a little bit and she says, Well, that, that there's no good now, is it? It's, um, ruining lives, that is, I think. Yeah, so I'm, like, trying to persuade her a little. It's like, could I make a persuasion check to see what she knows? Well, you gotta ask her. What did you ask her? Ask what's up, so I guess... Do you know anything about, like, what's going on with the woods at all? Make a persuasion check. It's a 24. Oh, nice. Holy shit. She kind of, uh... She kind of tugs at her at her buttoned collar and and gulps again, and she she gestures you to to move in a little bit closer. And she says, "I uh, do." She says, "Uh, now f- folks, folks try not to talk about it, but um, that that stuff in the forest ain't just affecting the trees and the livestock. It's it's the people too. You know who? It's, do well, you know anyone? I mean, I." Yes, my my granddaughter, my granddaughter Frances. She's not since that that deathly stuff has been creeping in. She's not been the same. Frances, mm. germ log pitcher. Has he always been like rude? Oh well, yes. Young young germ's quite a lad. He's uh, he's stubborn as all hell. But um, he was a good town master. He just he likes to pretend that that the bad ain't being seen. You know. Oh, yeah, yes. I caught that. Yes. He means well by it. He doesn't want to cause a, a mass upset in the town, but... um, They never well, do. Well, Francis, she's... They've got her in the jail cells because she ain't been herself. Oh, Francis. Where are the jail cells, Granny? Uh, well, you know, we've got our, our town jail. Hold on, my map closed. Which R is that near? She's just standing there. 
Do 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 do. Eyes dead. Our, our town, our town jail's on the the other side of town, basically parallel to the uh, to the the town hall, but on the other side of town. Mm. And uh, they took her in for for mischief and and poor behavior. But Francis ain't never act like that before. Mm. Don't worry, Puberty. Granny. We'll <laughs> She's a grown ass woman. Well, I second puberty. <laughs> Fenian sort of sidles up to eavesdrop on the conversation. And it has been eavesdropping on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, you hear that. Excellent. You hear all that. Um. Well, gee, Granny, what did they pick up Francis for? Uh, well, it appears she tried to uh, assault one of the farmers. Over apparently nothing, he says, bless his heart. You really trust that farmer? Well, yes, I, I, I've known him since I was, I was a young, young woman who opened my shop here. He's a trustworthy man. But I thought you were everybody's grandmother. Well, I've been here long enough to have known people for Dude. long amounts of time. <laughs> hmm. You know, young man, may I... Um, Trying to stir up confrontation where it's not necessary in a world of such evils will get you absolutely nowhere. Damn. Aw, so wise. I'm going to go wait outside. Granny yelled at you. Well, uh, Granny. Gran? Yes. Yes, dear. Granny or Gran either works. Fantastic. I firstly would like to apologize for my rude entrance. Thank you so much. Secondly, it sounds as though something... Is off with Francis. So that's what I'm saying. Perhaps we should go talk to her and see what she says. If you can manage, and um, w- uh, well, tell her, tell her, Granny, Mrs. Erin, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for her quick recovery so she she can return to me soon. And um, could you could you bring her this? And uh, she she reaches down below the counter and pulls out a a small loaf of home baked bread and a little tiny <gasps> jar of honey. Oh, I take it so gently. She says, please make sure she's eating well. I, I know my Franny, and when, when she's worked up and in a tizzy, she'll forget to eat. Oh, so gonna... cute. I wish you were my grandma. Oh, bread. well, dearie, I'm everybody's grandma. <laughs> we'll be sure to get that food to her. Um, do you know who's in charge of the jail? Well, of course. Whom? <laughs> I'm reading. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, wow, would... she's really not going to tell us. Uh, well, that would be Sheriff Heal, Ignatius Heal. He's the Sheriff of Rosemont. We'll be off. We're going to go talk to the Sheriff. We'll talk to your granddaughter, too, we hope. So uh, she, as you guys as you guys exit her store, she, she waves you off, off and she says... Um, Please, if if you can, come back and let me know that my, my Franny is okay. I turn around and Always. I wave and I'm like, bye, Grandma. And then just walk away. I don't, bye, dear. I don't acknowledge what she just said. <laughs> in, in Portia's mind, she just experienced the SpongeBob episode where he gets sideburns and goes to his grandma's house. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I'm just happy to have a granny. Oh, Portia. Portia has entered the chat. <laughs> She owns um. the chat. It's just her in the chat. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. He's fine with it. Okay, so what are you doing? 
You guys want to go to the jail? Let's go to jail. Let's go to jail. Okay. Um, okay. Am I right to think that that is... I was just looking at it. R3? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, yes, as you as you all walk down this street towards the uh, the jailhouse that uh, Granny pointed out to you, um, you pass by on your left a, a tavern with a, a, a sign hanging out by the door with a raven wearing a nightcap. And then uh, at the very end of the street, the very last building on your left is a long single story brick building. Approach that bitch. Does it look scary? No, it just looks like a long single story brick building. It definitely looks like one of the older buildings in town. We should go inside. I bet it's prison. <laughs> it just looks like a prison. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you all enter through the door, uh, Fenian leading the way. And uh, this is a very long simple room uh it's all one room it's not separated into any sort of um conglomeration of such and uh there are a few desks in the front and two medium-sized iron jail cells in the back of the room and uh, um what sorry are there people at the desks uh there's one man at one of the desks uh searching through a book very very hastily um, I approach him. Okay. And say, Why, hello there. My name is Finian F. Finian. Uh, I presume you are Sheriff Hale. He kind of looks up at you, uh, a little unsure of how to respond. And he says, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm Sheriff Hale. Uh, I'm sorry, is this, like, super important? I got I got some things on my agenda here. Oh, it is. Uh, also, I'm doing this accent because I presume people in this region had this accent. It is now occurring to me possibly that was only Graham. Um. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's from another town. Oopsies. Well, uh, I am also from that town, as you can tell from my affectation. Oh, you grew up in Yours Gulch? <laughs> Yes, I did. You can imagine how difficult it was for me being a tiefling in a small southern town like Yars Gulch. Anyways, yes, rough, rough. Anyways, (laughs) uh, we've been sent by Gran, you know, camaraderie, uh, to talk to her granddaughter who is being held here in a cell. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't can't let anyone talk to any of the prisoners. Oh, well, surely little old me isn't going to be an issue, is it? <laughs> I, okay. He's like twirling <laughs> a horn. Is like a southern bell. <laughs> I'm just Fenian F. Fenian. I won't be causing twirling. no issues for you. <laughs> He's twirling a giant horn around his <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm sorry. No exceptions. I already told Gran she, she has to stop coming by to try to visit. Well, all we're here to do is drop off some bread and honey. You know, being in jail is such a stressful time. We wouldn't want dear little Francine to go hungry from the the stress. Okay, see that right there? You really obviously don't know her. Her name is Francis. 
So I could have swore Grand said Francine. Please get out of my jail. I've got a lot on my (laughs) plate right now, and she's not eating anyway. So you can just mosey on. Well, that's why the bread is the bread is so important. we, she I, will not eat it. I'm telling you right now, she will not eat it. And you don't know her name. You are a stranger. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. I promised Granny. She did promise I Granny. I Jim. Does anybody else want to... This bread and honey is like, you know, she'll eat this. Like, she's not eating what you're giving her because she wants the bread and honey. Uh, I try to persuade him. He says, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. She doesn't seem to recognize who anyone is that's important to her. But Melody, why don't you try to make a persuasion check? <laughs> it's a 20. Ooh. Uh, he says, uh, all right, but I'm going to give it to her, okay? She's in here for assault. And like I said, I can't let randos in to talk to strangers, all right? And he, uh, he oh. puts out his hands for the bread and honey. I reluctantly give it to him. I'm sorry. Did I give you the uh, impression that we were strangers? I am Fenian Fenian Esquire. I am Miss uh, Miss Graham. Graham's last name is Graham. I don't know if you know that. I am Miss Graham's legal counsel. This is my team. Her last name is Umbolt. No, her other last name. I'm getting sick of your <laughs> shtick, man. Uh, he takes the bread and honey from you. Uh, Melody and he walks back and he looks over his shoulder at you before he he kneels down to where Francis is sitting with her back against the bars and he looks at you like as in to say watch this and uh, he leans down and he says come on Franny Uh, your grand sent some uh, homemade bread and honey to you I'm I'm told you're you really love this stuff so why don't you try to eat now it's been it's been a couple days Franny and he uh, he leans down and places the bread and honey gingerly inside the cell and then steps up and stands up and steps a step away. And uh, you all watch as uh, Franny kind of looks down at the bread and picks it up and then uh, begins to crumble it in her hands and toss the bits to the rats crawling in the corner without words. And uh, why don't you all her. Why don't you all make a perception check? 20. Nat 20. 13. 19. Six. Uh, <laughs> Melody, Melody and Fenny, and you see as she does this, um, just past her, her sheer short sleeves, uh, her arms are, are thin and gray and don't look pink and lively like the average humans would. You can you can just about make out the bones in her wrist and knuckles and fingers as she as she crumples this bread and tosses it to the rats. I think she's got the goop madness. <laughs> she's goopy. Do I have the water from the temple? Yeah, I do. I think in my flask. Can I ask? Can I? I ask the sheriff if he has a glass and if I could pour her some water. He he says, I. She didn't take the bread. You think she's going to drink a glass of water? I just say, trust me on this. This water is a little different. That good, good water. <sighs> Better not be gin again. And he uh, he finds a, a glass <laughs> in the drawer of the desk and, and hands it I, to you to fill. I pour a little in. All right. He takes it back and uh, and hands it to her. He even tries to like even coax her hand up to take the glass. 
And she, she, uh, let me roll and see if she does it. Yeah, she picks up the glass and she, she swirls it around and even takes a sniff of it before she takes a sip. And then, uh, and then puts, just drops the glass back out beyond the bars. Nothing happens. Oh. Fine. She hasn't spoken, right? Nope. She's a zombie. She's zombied. She's got the goop madness. I don't know. I thought that would work. <laughs> well, I'm out of ideas. The only thing I can think of to do is distract the guard so that we can, like, get up close and talk to her. I'm not sure how much more we learn. Wait. Don't we have, like, a <clears throat> fucking... Like fantasy sleeping pill, so we can put the guard to sleep. Didn't we buy those at some point? Yeah, I think Melody has them. Okay, yeah. Got those sleepy time pills, the roofies. Let's roofie the guard. <laughs> roofie Ignatius. Okay, but wouldn't yeah. it be easier for someone to just cast sleep on him? This is so meta gaming. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, I mean you're right. <laughs> I can't cast sleep. I so. also can't cast sleep, so it doesn't I matter. I cast sleep. <laughs> that can't be my idea. I can cast sleep. Uh, you guys are all just sort of standing around watching as she she sets the glass down and doesn't take a sip. And uh, Sheriff Heel looks up at you and shrugs his shoulders, and he's like, "I'm super sorry, guys, but like, she's been like this for days. She got arrested for attempted assault on another town's person." And uh, she thus has not wanted to eat, sleep, drink, or speak. And she's just actively wasting away. I cannot tell you the difference between when I saw her a few days ago and now. But uh, really, like I said before, I've got bigger things on my plate. I've got other people to find. So if you guys could kindly leave, go back to Granny and, uh, and, and tell her it's the same as it was before. All right? I will if you can tell me what those bigger things you got on your plate are, Buster Brown. There's there's people missing, man. There's people missing, including, but not limited to, my deputy. And I need to find them, because shit's going to hell. He has a funny name. I don't know if I named the deputy. <laughs> well, uh, while we are here, we are a group of simple lawyers, but... Perhaps we could help you. <laughs> My cousin Fanny. <laughs> uh, Fanny, why don't you make a persuasion check? Okay. Um, a 29. How fuck. the fuck? Um, Wait, Fanny. I rolled a 19 and my persuasion is plus 10. Jesus H. My persuasion is plus 15. I can make anyone do anything I want. Holy Jesus Christ. Speech. How is it? I love that. Fanian. Yeah. Tell him that we'll ex convince him that we're really good at finding people and then tell him that we'll only help him if he gives us like five minutes to talk to Franny. Okay. <laughs> I heard that, you know. Yeah, we're right here, bud. You're right in front of me. It doesn't matter. You rolled a 29. <laughs> gonna work anyway <laughs> the line between gaming and metagaming has never seemed so oh, non-existent oh. we have never respected that line as a group but i feel of like people. i feel like now in this moment 
Otto's Otto's dragon mouth like unhinges and opens wide, and my human head pops out, and he's like, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah, but uh, regardless, what my friend here says is a great point. Uh, we want to help you. We want to help her. It will be fine for us to do both. Where are you guys even from? What is what? Like I We're said, like the fantasy feds. We're here to help help you out with your cop stuff. Fantasy feds. Hmm. The FBI, you know, the Fantasy Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. This is our jurisdiction. <laughs> uh, this crosses county lines. He's, uh, I, he says, um, well, I really, I really think I have hit a dead end on, on finding my deputy. So, um, yeah, if you think that you guys can help me in any way, then, uh, go ahead. Uh, two minutes, two minutes to talk to Franny and then, then you're mine. Indeed. Thank you very much, officer. We will confer with our client. Hey, friend, you can yes. drop the accent. I really don't want Excuse to. Please pretend you're convinced me. by it. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment right off the bat to apologize for the audio quality of a couple of the tracks in this episode and the next. We had a session or two with some technical difficulties, so please bear with us through that. Um, as usual, if you're not already, I highly recommend you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAdventureCast, not only to keep up with the show and all that, but also because we're getting a bit closer to the end of the campaign, and we're hoping to do a Q&A after the final episode. So if you're not already, follow us there and keep an eye out for more information regarding that, but in the meantime, if you choose to post or tweet about the show, make sure you're using the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast as well as tagging us so we can see it. This is also a great time to recommend the show to friends and family. They still have a few weeks to catch up in time for the season one finale, so be sure you're spreading the word. And while you're at it, why not subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It would be a huge help and I would appreciate it immensely. If you didn't know, I write the campaigns, edit the podcast, and write all the music, so I would personally be very, very grateful if you could spread the word and leave us a kind rating and review about the show. And if you are liking what you're hearing, I hope you stay tuned and look forward to the rest of this campaign and all of our plans after Harmony. We're so excited to try some new things, and we cannot wait for you to hear them. So, as usual, friends, I will catch you in the next one. Bye! <laughs>